This is Leisha Holmes of Key Recruitment and I'm thrilled today to be joined by someone who I know on a very personal level and will be a new face to our and voice to our audience. This is Abby Lindsay who is the principal of the 18 Dance Academy. Welcome to our studio today Abby, how are you? Good, thank you. Oh, it's very, very wonderful that you've decided to join us today. So the connection is that my youngest daughter, Lilia, has danced with you for a very long time. And I've sat and marvelled at you as a parent at how you have ensured you've kept her connected when we've been forced into lockdowns. And I think that given our audience is made up of obviously a community of recruiters who are now having to work from home remotely a lot of the time, I think that it's incredible how you've kept those children engaged. So that's why I've invited you on today. And also, if anyone's got any children in the Lancashire area who are looking to become superb dancers, then definitely connect to Abby anyway, because it's a wonderful dance school. So for those who aren't familiar yet, just tell us a little bit about the Academy. Tell us about your dance school and basically how it was pre-COVID and then what's happened since March this year yeah, we are we have been well I say established we started with just three competitive street teams in I think it was the end of 2016 and we was in within another dance school um, and it got to the point where there became more teams there became more classes and we did create our own little it's the a team that they actually come up with the name as well because all the teams began with a and we used to go out to competitions and they used to call themselves aaa so when we had to do a performance together for the first time that's how we came up with the a team um and we we might in the end we got became become really busy um and there was more people wanting to join the team, but because we were within another dance school, it was kind of limiting what we could do mm. within their time. Yeah, well. so of course. 2018, it was only 2018, the end of, where I decided to take the plunge and go it alone. Um, and the plan was to find a nice studio and it's not as easy as you think. <laughs> so we were just in um, a little con club conservative club and it we was there for so long it, well it felt like so long um and we did find a studio 2019 and we didn't move in until august 2019 mm. um but it was a big difference when we was training in Baxendon con club it was so small and the kids would tell you lilio probably tell you we were so limited for space mm. but it gave us the opportunity to create our own timetable and um put new styles in there, um, which I could never do before. So it did take off really, really quickly. Um, and I didn't think it would. Um, so then we did come to the new studio, um, 2019. And we started with a bang. I remember we did two workshops in a day. And I remember the first day there, it was really surreal. <laughs> um, but it was ace and it just took off really really quickly um so really in that short space of time where before covid hit um it was the busiest we've ever ever been mm. we have new teachers um, so many new children um, so give us an give us an idea of numbers then so when i think about those days in the con club which you know i look back and think i don't know how you fit anybody in there the, the ceiling height was so low i don't know how anyone did any of those tricks yeah, yeah. The, one of the teams, actually Lilia's team, Atomic, they, in before we moved to the con club, they had a lift at the end of their yeah. set and we had to take that out because we couldn't practice. 
Um, but that was, it was so small, but the name did get about there. So I am grateful for that startup. Um, and I remember it being so busy and then we had to duplicate the classes. And um, when we actually moved into the big studio, we had more room so we could fit mm -hmm. so many more people in, so many more classes. And we did, I remember our exams um, and the presentation numbers were looking like over a hundred kids. That's amazing. Um, it was, it, and I, I'm not very good at counting all this up, but um, <laughs> yeah, it does differ. But even now we are still getting interest. So you know, the name is out there, but um, it's just obviously, with COVID. So obviously your cluster is an indoor gym. Um, so you've been locked down for lockdown 2.0, which obviously is one of the greatest bad decisions of uh, advice, but it should be about keeping physically fit, but we'll park our political opinions for a short time. So how, how has it impacted you? What have you actually done to ensure that you still remain open as a dance school? The first time was 10 million times harder. Mm. Um, because it was thrown on us and it was so new to everybody. Mm. Um, I think the first time we got locked down, um, I actually remember the last session that we had on Thursday and the kids was all actually really excited because they thought they was gonna be off school for so long and they was like, oh, can you have a few weeks off? And deep down, I was a little bit excited that I got a break from work for a couple <laughs> of weeks. Little did we know it would go on for so long. Mm. Um, and it was just, it just hit us like a ton of bricks. Um, we, I remember going into a, a few dance schools that we know are all quite close and we all share ideas and I met up with two teachers bef before we had to social distance, before we all had to close. I think it was that week off when we was like, what are we going to do if we have to? And I remember us just sat having this conversation, just kind of like really lighthearted, just like, do we know how to work Zoom? I have never used Zoom before having to teach a class on Zoom. So it was really new to me and I'm terrible with technology. Um, but we kind of just spoke it out and I didn't think anything of it. It didn't feel mm. real. Mm. So when lockdown did actually hit, I don't think I set up Zoom straight away. I think it was within mm. the, the week after. I gave yes. myself time. Yep. Um, and I still, I didn't trust it because technology for me is just a no-go. And I even remember with the competitive teams, I thought, how am I going to do this? Because we're so used to transitions, formations, everybody's standing in position. Mm -hmm. Also like break times, they communicate, they come for the social aspect as well. Um, and so for the teams, I decided to send them pre-recorded videos, what they had to then do the tasks and yep. send them back to me. Yep. Now I know that that failed and that was mm. a terrible idea and Zoom was definitely the better option. Um, but at the time I just like, we didn't know. So do you think that's, if you think about it, is that because at the time they were having to probably homeschool, it, were they disconnected from it? Or is that because actually what you've said there is that the interaction needs to be live. They need yeah, to be definitely. there with you. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, I don't think I quite realised how much of a social aspect the dance classes yeah. are until we um, had to stop. And I think um, for the younger ones, it was 10 million times easier, especially for parents as well. Like the, yeah. it gives something for them to do. And I did put all them classes on Zoom, the fun classes, and they were really busy. That was fine. Mm. Um, but the older ones, it was really, really hard. And mm. it's hard not to take it personal as well, because I was like, if they didn't send me a task, I'd be like, why would they not? Yeah. It really, really gave everything in the studio. And then it was just nothing. Um, mm. And I, I did try all sorts, trying to get them engaged. And it was only at the very end of the lockdown that I did decide to put them on Zoom and it worked. So this time round, 
I know, no pre-recorded videos. Okay. <laughs> um, it's not great. Kids don't, like you said, with the social interaction, um, mm. they do need that. And it's not the same because you do have to have them muted quite a lot of the time or else there's just so much Too noise. much noise. Yeah. There's a lot to be um, said for that with adults as well, I have to tell you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. And it's just, it's not how you plan to teach a dance class, but it's mm-hmm. what you've got to do to keep the business going. Um, yeah. So I don't really have any other choice. Um, no. But we did other things as well. Like um, I remember we, in the first lockdown more so we did, um, I remember Friday night quizzes and we'd go on Instagram live just to try and keep them engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, the TikToks, the good old TikTok, um, what kids yeah. love. Um, of we, we have our own page and we just used to put, Put up a dance and kids would copy do a and, challenge yeah just stuff like that really but i had to really push advertising and just try and keep everybody interested but there were kids it, and some of the kids that are at every single class that just lost the love for it it, it mm. was it was good and it's changed now once they've come back but and they've obviously come back and obviously you got your studio totally covid safe you know it was the you know temperature on entry you had to wear a mask to get through you know, I've seen that myself, obviously, Lily is um, a, a trainee dance teacher with you, which is obviously wonderful. She loved doing that. Um, and it's interesting because, you know, I'm, I'm obviously talking to you now and obviously I've known you for a very long time and, uh, as dance mum. But actually with the recruitment hat on, everything that you're saying that is totally relevant to and, and, and actually very comparable to what's happened in recruitment. In that if I think about during lockdown where obviously all, all businesses had to, you know, that first lockdown, we all had to work from home. And, and if I think about, you know, if you were running a, a training session, people are going to be much more engaged if they're doing it interactively on Zoom rather than anything being pre-recorded. So I think there's so much to learn from that. And just thinking differently, you know, who knew TikTok would be, I know recruiters who are using TikTok, but I'm going to pick up on something else there that we haven't, we haven't even sort of prepared to talk about, which was the collaboration. You went and spoke to other dance teachers. What, you know, what's the best practice? We're competition effectively, but do you know what? We've all got our own businesses to look after. And I love that that's what you did. Yeah, there are a lot of dance schools that do see each other as competition, but there are the very close few and that have helped me out so much. Um, since going it alone as well, like mm. I remember just being on the phone to um, Sanderson's in Nelson, one of my friends from there, um, and they give me so much advice. Um, it's it's good really because when, especially working on your own, like I know there's a few training teachers now, but there's nobody that can get inside your head and do what you do unless they do it themselves. Absolutely. So I have that support sometimes. I think that's, that's been a bit, for me, that's one of the, been a, the, the best parts of 2020, that regardless of what your job is or what your sector is, if you've found a way to collaborate and create a community or be part of a community, nothing yeah. would have prepared you for that other than going through something like COVID. So I'm really pleased that you personally, as a business owner, have had that sort of level of support. So how have you stayed positive? How have you ensured that you, because you've got to give out, I I watch you dance and, you know, that's been the great advantage of sort of this for this year, because obviously we don't often get to, parents don't often get to see Abby dance and we get to see you dance and you're amazing. But so what have you done to keep yourself motivated and positive and and focused on the future? The first time round, it was really, really difficult, I'll be honest. Um, I struggled. I've never worked from home before um, and watching even just watching your live yesterday about how to work from home there's so many things that you don't consider and it's very easy to be negative I think I tried to stay positive on all the 
dates and hoping like the next date would be us, the next date would be us. Um, we did get a few knockbacks, but I think just putting on that positive front as well for the kids and doing the fun things like the TikToks and um, the fun tasks. And I, I even offered like free one-to-ones every now and then for the kids that were struggling because I knew how hard I was finding it. So there was some really young kids, some of the younger competitors, I really didn't want to lose the spark and I just had to try and keep them positive as well. Um, but we did some competitions and it, mm. it just makes it a little bit more fun. Um, but this time round, um, I think I'm definitely more positive because I know what I'm going back to. The mm. first time it was very much, will people want to come back? Is it going to be someone's priority because the parents have been off work for God knows how long and it's just a hobby. Um, whereas now I've realised parents want nothing more than to send the kids to a hobby because they've been yeah. doing nothing and driving them insane. <laughs> Um, absolutely i mean and, and the fact it's a physical activity it you know physical yeah. exercise should be what we all prioritize because it creates endorphins it keeps us fit and healthy it's been proven that covid's more risky if you are overweight so yeah. there's so many reasons that a physical activity so that's really good to hear that yeah it, it is it's miles easier it's obviously gutting but it is miles easier this time around knowing well hoping that it's still the same and when you go back that you have got people there like we're still receiving lots of messages now for them to book them on for when we reopen so it's just that positivity whereas i think the first time around yeah. none of us knew what was going to happen and we it's no. all measures as well that we had to put in place like that was all worrying and mm. it, it was all a bit but you've done it once now so yeah. and, and i think yeah. that's that's a massive big you know everybody will be, will be nodding that's listening to this thinking you know what it, the, nothing will ever be as sort of severe as that first lockdown on March the 23rd where nobody knew how long it was going to be for really we all knew it wasn't going to be three weeks and it was just this devastating sort of we fell off a cliff edge whereas now even if we have to go into another a third lockdown in in the in the new year we, who knows we you know now that you can pivot quickly you can get everybody back online you've even managed to do an online competition with hip-hop you know we've we, we, we're waiting for the results. We're, we're waiting to hear what's happened. Yeah, to stay positive as well, like, especially when we're reopened. Because even when we did, it was never the same. Like The kids have had to stand in boxes. Mm. Uh, Not literally in cardboard boxes, guys. No. <laughs> Just follow, follow our social. Put boxes, <laughs> boxes on the floor. Yeah, just box, cardboard boxes. Uh, no, they have had to stand in, so they're still missing that little bit of social interaction. Mm. And they was all so quiet when they came back at first and yeah. they wouldn't speak. But that gives them something to look forward to doing an online competition. And that's been like yeah, the best thing yeah. since returning doing that. And they've had a couple of workshops. Yeah. Um, again, limited numbers and they have to stay in them um, marked spaces, but it just gives them a little bit of a push. And then we've got another one to look forward to after Christmas, which we've been told by Hip Hop. And I've tried to kind of tell the kids that on the Zoom classes, listen, we've got another one. So as soon as we come back after Christmas, some of the dances that I'm teaching them now on Zoom are for that. Yeah. So giving them that something to look forward to rather than I don't want to dance anymore because there's no fun in it, do you know? Yeah, I think I think actually it's ironic. And obviously I'm, I'm one of the parents that, you know, I've, I've continued to pay and, you know, you could say, well, it's not a priority spend. But actually I think it's the absolute opposite of that because you realise how much this passion means yeah. and you want to keep your child connected. And I think it could be the same with anything. And, you know, anyone that's watching this that's, you know, mindful that, you know, the, the gyms are shut at the minute, but actually that that's what makes you who you are and that's yeah. where your priority should be and you know you've been you've been very supportive to us as parents but you know we will always support you back so I think it's swings and roundabouts yeah I think gyms especially it's, it's been a real hard hitter hasn't it um yeah. 
but we've even had adults that, have, that used to do fitness classes with us. Um, our hip okay. instructor, um, she put loads of things on throughout lockdown, free of charge, just to keep people going. Because, like you said, I think fitness and mm. just doing physical activity can really, really help. Absolutely. And I mean, on another level, I'm, you know, never thought I'd say this, given that some of the dance comps can take 12 hours, but I'm missing that terribly. It's funny how you realise you miss stuff like that. You miss paying £5 for a really bad coffee and a, you know, I miss going to Blackpool. I really miss going to Blackpool. I really hope we get to go next year. So I really thought everything's back to normal soon, but it's just, it's the unknown, isn't it? So it's just it trying is. to keep them things uh, like the online stuff in there so that we can keep people interested for when they do return definitely well you definitely have and i have no doubt that not only will we've made people smile and people hopefully really think about what they're doing for their families and for themselves to make them you know their hobbies stand out for themselves but actually there's a lot that you've you've done that i think business owners can learn from as well so thank you so much for joining us today abby it's been a delight as i knew it would be thanks for having me (laughs) welcome bye